Friendship Feed is a production of iHeartRadio and the Life Media. Before we start, for purpose of identity, we have edited the audio page throughout this podcast. Please take care while listening. Hello everybody, welcome to the Friendship Feed 3-part special edition podcast on the 2020 Singapore General Elections. I'm Warsaw, nice to meet you and please do remember to stay at home. I'll be delivering a 3-part podcast that will receive some time over this week, starting with a post-nomination and leading all the way up after the election. Just a disclaimer, this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinions on the election or two parties and along with the affiliation, but based on the personal analysis, we are not doing some campaigning or anything because this is against the rule, just a reminder that we are only mentioning updates and discussion. But do remember that voting is secret and compulsory. We will also not share the vote description or rally. That's it. The G2020 was called in 23rd on June, last two Tuesdays ago, by the President Halima Yaakob in a live televised interview by PM Lee. In an update on the so far so good update for the ongoing COVID-19, however, the elections now also see some more new normal such as the absence of the fiscal rallies as you can see that there are some new new campaigning gear and some rallies will now be filmed in Suntec Convention Center and somewhere all the other places here so it's quite I consider it as a new norm, you can enjoy watching the one from your home. Um, consider it as a stay at home. Earlier on 13 March, the election boundaries were drawn and published, which many of these constituencies are saw new changes, but more notably, none of them are six sisters, which is something that we first seen in the 1997 election. Among the draws, Tempanese has finally got our first redrawing on the boundaries in about two decades since the since 2001 and the ex-opposition ward Potompase for the first time, time since the formation in 1984 because you know, 1959, with Bita Dore now drawing inside the ward, replacing Tapayo. Seeing these states of play, we will analyze that, that in our first impression, Shen, Shen, we will bet that Workers' Party will mayhem most on the eastern area, and then the progressing Singapore on the west, and other parties on a certain direction, but we were going to give you a stay of play on how each participating in, in party and how chances are followed by our constituencies. 
Just a reminder once more, these do not reflect a view on which word they are or the probability here. Okay, so we're going to start with the first part. First, we dive into the ruling workers party so much for Tor part parliament. In the last election, they became the only opposition party to represent in the 13th parliament because they have successfully defending the two constituencies of Aljunit and Hoka and earning the other three non-constituencies MPs to form the minimum of nine opposition wards. Moving ahead on the 8th of April 2018, former Chief Secretary General Lao Tia Kiang passed his leadership role to Pritam Singh, another member of the alternate. Now, coming in 2020, we saw Lao and the two MPs not going to stand this year's election. We earlier announced that he was um, in a water in a hospital, the Kutipur Hospital, because of the head injury. And that will mean that he have um, ended his, um, his career for the first time in 32 years though. Now, given the proximity and the past election records, we saw that ex-NCMPs were now replaced the now vacated MPs and other new candidates were placed here. There are eight of them and along with some other purpose state candidates were going to come and gun the other constituencies. There are 21 candidates this year, uh, eight of them being brand new, contesting in six constituencies. Our next party is Singapore Democratic Party. There's a saying, sometimes the early bird get the worm, proof it as a good one because they were the earliest party to prepare the campaign. However, nothing is without the controversy such as the what happened in 2017 because there has been a call on a by-election for Marceline UT but because this is a single vacancy however, there is no need to call for the by election. However, this time 11 constituents candidates will then want to try again to contest their constituencies that they did during the during the last election, which namely Yuhua, Holem Bukitima, Bukit Panjang, Bukit Batok, and Muslim UT. Speaking of Bukit Batok, uh, However, it was also a spotlight in the 2016 because uh, the Secretary General Chi Sun Juan also took a face off but lost to the, the ex Aljuni GRC candidate Murali Pillai. But with a good result, with nearly 38 39% of the vote, he then come again for a second serving. Now, we might go into pace against with a 
close contest, but I will not be surprised if if they lose losing any of these constituencies. Oh, and Tanjise also returned because he dissolved Sing first. So welcome back. Then we'll go on to Singapore People's Party, which is another party which also have a opposition legend. But like Lao, uh, this one also came to a, a end of an era which previous opposition veteran Chiam Si Tong retired from politics due to health. Oh. So we will be replacing the guy named Steve Chia, a former NCMP and also a National Solidarity Party, which I'll be covering that in just a while. So now he have going to fill the party for the Bishan Topayo constituency and a newcomer by the name of Jose Raymond now going to try to make it a third times a charm trying to reclaim the opposition Porton Passe. Wait, what NSB? Other will go on to the one. Let's focus the script. Now I want to mention the past two elections it has also been a tight fight for that constituency here, whereas as the wife of Tim Tong named Lina tried to fill her in the place, but in the first attempt, it did bad, get very close to being defended because it's a gap of 114 votes. Defending by a, by a guy who actually took it the third time to charm, um, Sito Yiping. Her rematch wasn't do quite very well either, but because this is a large PAP swing that actually prevented her from getting her a second term in the NCMP. A nice thing goes to Bishan Topayo because this also had a larger swing here, despite it was going to have an alliance with the Democratic Progressive Party, this time they are not going to contest. Now we're going on to National Solidarity Party because it has been a favorite contest when it has um, um, contesting in many of these constituencies. And previously it was in 2011 they have the largest slate. But this time they are fielding ten constituent ten ten candidates in batching in two teams, Sembawang and Tempanese. And now and now in the last election we have have been seeing quite a bit of a so called Maperson Achilles Hill. Yeah, that's why there is a Achilles here because there has been a lot of or some like change plans or change other uh, things. One then, not only was mo some other key members like Hazelpoor goes to and uh, goes to the Progressing Singapore Party, which I'm going to go there later. Then. 
there's also another mem there's also another controversy or like um some backlash where as the candidate Chu Tai Chen go and call PAP's candidate Tim Peiling a mother weak witness. Really? <laughs> and you know what? He also lost fourteen thousand five hundred dollars. Yikes. Um, what fourteen thousand five hundred? Well, uh, that's the deposit. But I'm going to go go in depth in just the the detail. Again, I'm not very confident about the about that party though. But we're gonna see how. But we're gonna see how it's going to to happen though. We also want to mention Singapore Democratic Alliance because. This was the election for the last four, the leader, uh, Desmond Lim. It's always steep to fight in the northeastern shores, as the Pasiris Pongo GRC, which is the helm by the senior minister, uh, Guy Itiotihen. Well, Pongo got his own limelight in his own division. Pongo is in the last decade because it was the only constituency in the 2011 election to have a three-cornered contest between in a former MP who would became speaker, Mr. Michael Palmer, and the WP stand the new candidate who is not going to contest this election, Lidian. Then about a year later, her promise resigned because of a extramarital affair, and they have been upgraded to a rare four corner contest. And despite they also added the the reform party in the fray, Lady Lian of the Workers Party won that rematch this time against a. Previously, uh, Yotsukang division now in going to Tampanese, um, Kopokun. However, this was, these two of these elections also became unlucky for Desmond though, because in both of these occasions, he have lost his deposit. It, it. Now let's go back to the party though. I'm not very confident about the chances though, unless if they could try to raise their hands up to win this election because it's only a small team, only five of them, and not six all because Pasiris Pongo is now a five member, not six. Now, the other two parties which I'm not very confident about are Reform Parties, Kanajara Nyam, and People's Power Party, Goming Singh. Because not only it was a small number, the latter only went to contest my person. So, good luck with that one. Now we're going to go on to the new parties, which I'm kind of very excited from here. So, first we have the PSP or Progress Singapore Party. Uh, no, 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 not the Sony console which 
oh, we have one when we when PSP still got Aldrinus. No, not that PSP one. Okay, remember that Doctor and that political kingpin, Tan Ching Bok. Well, that same guy who went to contest in the presidential election, but by a tiny margin, ended up got run up. Yes, that guy. He's back, and he's still not going to give up. Her last year, this party have been formed, and this time he is going to fill the number of teams that is going left and right. Right, and this time the parties do not even need a alliance. And coming this election, there are twenty four elections. So. And he is going back to contest in the West Coast GRC because of Ayaraja being part of it, and it's going to be like so exciting. Like I don't know why I'm going to say it's going to be a good fight. Oh, and uh, do you want a voice in Parliament? How about Lim Tian's People's Voice? Oh, Lim Tian is also a NSP member, and this is pretty much a good party. But I'm, I'm not very confident about the status quo because, um, because on the side that there are also got a few members participating, but it's just a new party, so. The same goes to the five-member Red Dot United who are going to contest in Jurong, though. The similarities are there are some previously contested candidates here. In in the case of Red Dot United, it was uh, Michelle Lee from the Singapore Democratic Party in 2011. Then last year, we also got a new candidate. Rabbi Philemon, who contested Honka as a Singapore People's Party. And now, by the time we saw the nominations ended on June 30th, we saw 192 candidates, which includes one independent, who will go into battle for the 14th parliament, and which has 93 seats. 31 constituencies and 93 candidates is, are on the line. We'll find out how it goes. But first, we are going to dive into the top 10 most constant fights. We are going to analyze between single member and a group member constituencies, which I'm going to have the bit of the more constant. So I'm going to start with GRCs. On number 10, I just say that this decision was quite also, also had a record though, but I don't, I'm not very, very confident about the opposition, but I'm very confident that this is going to be a, a keen fight here. Amokyo GRC. Well, it was a well-traditioned Fabled constituency by the current Prime Minister Li Xianlong. It has once succeeded it as well as like like Pasiris Pongo. Now reform parties only 
team led by the leader's Kenneth Ranham, who previously went had a record in contesting in the West Coast. But the last election, it was easily beaten because of a very, very high score one, but it's quite near. It's better have been a central focal in the 2015 because there has been a number of activists like the infamous Roy Ng here, but I'm not surprised how the ending will go. No. In a rule though, don't mess up with him. It's just too much when lightning strikes or if the fans want to see him go. Mind you though that this election is likely least last time he was going to be the leader for the party. Number nine. Well, scare me if there is a walkover again and I will cringe. But yeah, yeah, it almost half year because it was a tale of two lapses in their nomination forms, but none of them objected and the competition just went on. Because Postmancy is metamorphs is Tanjong Paga GRC. The late MM Lee's ward a once favored stronghold now is going to have a, a battle between the bigger opposition and the ruling party between Minister of Trade and Industry Chan Chun Singh versus the bigger opposition party. Well, I think that this is not a, going to be a cat fighter, but this is going to be something then something that it could the um, constituency for the wealth for between the older generation and millennials mixed up together, but this is going to be quite um, um keen fight here, but it's not that really much high however. And then we go number eight. Between the formation and its first contest, yes, there is a constituency that has been cutting by, and once it stepped down, it has caused a defeat. Bishan Topayo. So, yeah, that's right. This constituency in the central is now a four-member constituency because because Bishan Love has been now now cut out from that map to become a single member constituency of new Marymount constituencies. So, because it has a longer record on not having a boundaries drawn until 2015 and it's by and then we have an uncontested walkover until 2011. And so, the PAP's parties are the same four faces here, which led by the Defense Minister Ng and Heng. The fifth one, one, which is a manpower minister Joseph Vidal, was going to cover to Jalan Besar to lead, lead a team though. So, so well, this is going to be considered to be a all guys 
FL though because all eight of these candidates in this constituency are all all guys. Alright. So he will be going to face against Steve Chia, which is a leader, the secretary general for the party, and he did return after not participating in the last election because of the McPherson Achilles heel. But I'm not sure where will the swing can can go though. Maybe if the swing can go to the Singapore People's Party or if the swing goes to the PAP. But it's what voters' voice matters. Number seven. Well, Singapore Democratic Party keep throwing their towels among the aces in the last decade. And that will be Holland Bukitima. But this time, um, this one is a mix where Sing First got dissolved, then we see the return of Tenji Sei in this party. Well, Tenji Sei is also another president show election 2011 candidate, but not even came close to winning. Okay. Another possible A team against a four man favorite, though. So the PAP's team, led by the Foreign Minister Dr. Vivian Balakrishnan, will then have to fight against uh fight against the team of Tanji Sado. So, well, the last few fights saw them between the last few fights here in the decade though have saw the parties uh, contributed the best performing results because both of them are the only constituencies for the Singapore Democratic Party to have um, scores higher than the national average but to no prevail though I'm not surprised if PAP will win again but it's Anything can happen here on July 10th. And so here it is. Number 6. Now go back to 1992 and you will see Teo Hens making his political debut in a rare four-way, four-cornered fight in the Marine Parade Jersey by-election. Well, his experience, his deja vu just came back in 28 years later, in which a three-corner showdown in past series Pongo GRC will going to happen. It's a fight between him, the Singapore Democratic Alliance only team, and the newbie team, People's Voice. Voice. So we're going to bet that when multi-corner fights can occur and the fact that any candidate can end up losing the $13,500 deposit is inevitable, then this one will happen. So I can say that Desmond Lim has already have a record twice and I would not be surprised if he did it again this election. So I admire the opposition's determination, but 
we are undated how the split will gonna occur anyway though. It's a novice stronghold, once a six seater, but then because Pongo has continued to evolve their population in very scary sizes, keep on getting big and big. Wow. Number five. Well, in the past, the face of Gojo Tong make it one of the PAP strongholds until it finally changed in 2020 when Go actually left politics for the first time after 44 years. And now Speaker Tan Chuan Jing is finally going to be the man in this world. Come last night, it has become a battle in all force. In 2011, a National Solidarity Party, which also had a female face haste called Nicosia. Now, then 2015, we have a former NCMP, Yi Zhengjong. Now he's ready for round two. And like Bishan Topayo, this battle here, all 10 of them are men, are all male. But only five can come out triumph. We know if that will be like Tanjong Paga here when we saw the, saw the death of M.M. Lee. And now, given that that uh, Go Cha Tong steps down, we're still keen to find out if there is another showdown or we're gonna have an answer to know which one will be the next political kingpin. So, yeah. And then number four, you may want to listen to this quote because I got it from a billion dollar movie because this is a very good one. So here it is. Yes, it is another showdown since 1997, but come in 2020 when a new challenger entered the fray in the place of the Reform Party. It's the Kingpin Tan Cheng Bok from Progress Singapore Party because he's no stranger when Ayaraja voted him in the 80s until the 2006, which at the time he's his own SMC got absorbed into the neighboring west coast where that constituency enjoyed a walkover and now at that time between 2006 it was helmed by the MC Minister of Communication and Information so an SC and now in 2011 a new candidate Fumiha now get ready for another showdown like you have, like no other show have gone before since that. Guns comes on the battlefield in the southwest. Meanwhile, at two Jurong GRC's MPs is Desmond Lee, the, the social and family minister, and and its chairman and Ang Wei 
minus one outgoing and one who goes to pioneer and you got a nice team to boot so it's a combo between SSR1 and Desmond Lee against Ayaraja and and Hisopua, which is going to be sometime before that settles and a one fight in a decade between a well-prepared one and a well-fortified team in a PAP stronghold. I doubt if they can make it though, but remember that that according to the election it is the first pass to post voting and a majority of voters a hundred and forty four something thousands we're going to vote and the majority wins this team will win this may change number three a saying from the media new kit in the block is what it bound to happen and at least one GIC is born from the electoral map every election come this year we now have a four seat what in the northeast singapore mixing two existing smcs and part of past series pongo into this brand new Singkang grc see his PAP team is also a mix of the NTUC chief and the Prime Minister Office Minister Ng Chi Ming from Pasiris Pongo, a senior parliamentary secretary Ama Amin, a senior minister of state and Singkang West SMC guy La Bing Ming, and a new guy named Raymond Lai. Now, in this year, uh, the Workers' Party has now thrown up a previously candidate a hurting rule along with three new faces which also includes an activist, an associate professor, and an analyst. Wait, you mean that associate professor that showed up on last night's debate? They gone, gone very uh, heat. Yeah, so triple A's, not aces. First impression, they are pretty profiled. Their nomination day is also all A's. In the debate, he aced. I think I showed up how PAP versus WP is mostly inevitable, given that the past record dating back to 1997's Cheng San GRC all the way to the 2013's Pongo East by-election and the 2015 general election in which that the BAP won back that constituency. We are not sure how it sparked kind, so expect crossfire. Number 2 In the last decade in 2011, Opposition added a milestone with Workers' Party winning a GRC for the very first time in the history of the elections. In 2015, it was another fierce showdown between four new grassroots members and a former MP Yogua Guang. 
um, which also includes Bukay Bata and P. Morale Pillai. But it was only a margin of nearly one point of one point nine two percent, giving WP Valley a second term reaction. It's Aljunit GRC. Now here comes another showdown between the same same parties, but we have two members from each team changing the fray. BAB comes, which have Alexio and Chen Huiyu. Chen Huiyu is a backup member that did not make the cut in the last election due to a family matter. In the workers' party, Lotia Kang and another MP Chen Shomao both stepped down, but now they actually paved the way for former NCMPs Gerald Giam and Leon Pereira. And this is going to be the first election in which Pritam Singh, the leader, is now the leader for this party. So it's no pushover like what Pritam say. But it's going to be another tense fight. It's going to be another close fight, like no other, uh, no other constituency is going to expect. Now, before we get to number one for this one, we are going to mention notable mentions. Tampines GRC, and if you think that DPM. Hing Suikir were gonna lead a team again in a East region stronghold. Well, think again, because we still have another income minister, Masago Sukifi, the environment minister. We're not gonna, he do have a spare tire in their PAP bandwagon, which in a case, it was senior minister of state and Amokyo GRC. The MP Kopo Kun, he would then have a friendly rivalry with the National Solidarity Party. Then they always have a face off in the election since 1997. Then the record was mostly up and down. 2011 came being close to getting elected, but that was their best result. In 2015, the PAP was a very easy fight for them because it was because of a MacPherson's Achilles heel. A TB, yeah, their boundaries finally got a makeover in about two decades, and the sample counts was the most accurate one with only like less than 0.1%. Make no mistakes this time, but we'll see if we can track along. And now, here comes number one. For East Coast GRC, behold the brains against the brawn in one of another epic showdown in the decade. Now, after seeing the accident of Minister Lim Sui Say, enter a surprise by Deputy Prime Minister Hing Sui Kiet, which me and most of the viewers, including Pritam Singh, came in a shock when he comes here to fortify a very weak performing constituency 
In the past few elections, the Workers' Party threw their towel into this battle, and but they came very close in winning. More notably, in since 2011, they have actually scored one NCMP in this constituency. Now, this is another showdown that when Fengshan added the same remains of the East Coast GRC, which also have a very same boundary, along with the team, a senior minister of state and mayor, and two female MPs, and a new candidate. Now this time, the Workers' Party introduced um, Da Xiaojie Nikosia, because that girl came contributing one of the very fierce fight in the 2011 when she was at NSP. And most of the WP are also very experienced and previously contested candidates except for one. So don't come surprised to see if the battle will end up with another NCMP because it's going to be a fight in proportions. Now here is the single member constituencies and out of the 17 constituencies, 10 of them which I really got the eyes on. So here is what's going to happen. Number 10. A level between a holiday watch contest this time was very mild because it's going to be a showdown between a weaker new party and one of the very dramatic spotlight candidates in this election. It's my person single member constituency. So the only member of the People's Power Party and uh, opposition veteran Go Ming Singh were gonna put on what he's going to be called his final battle for one against the incumbent Tim Pei My person has been a record on being a spotlight a few times here dating back to 1997 when Singapore Democratic Party Chi Sun Chuan competed against Matthias Yao who was then the member of parliament in 2016 it was against the late Xin Ketong and in 2015 it also produced a three-corner contest between Workers Party Bernard Chen and another XMP and National Solidarity Party candidate Chiu Titan. I admire any determination and or it's going to be a fight between easy crossing or boundaries to harder bobs we'll see from here. Number nine nineteen ninety one in counting this is a haven for the Workers' Party and one of the planning grounds which enrich the party's future. Even until today, a Hukang SMC has become a very long-running, longest opposition constituency. The Workers' Party had a history of having three men elected in this constituency. First was the 
ex-chief Lo Xiaokang. Then come 2011, we have Yoshin Leong. After he resigned because of a um, so-called party misconduct and extramarital affair, 2012's by-election saw Peng Ying Huat, the latter who is part of the East Coast team in the 2011, contributed that that team a good fight. Now. This election is going to see another NCMP going to have a showdown. Denise Tan will then going to have a, a fight with Lee Hong Chuan, who is now going to have a second second time going to rematch a WP candidate in the last election. In the last election, PAP got a swing from about 64 and 62% down to 57 but it's still not enough. Maybe in this election, I'm going to be, I'm not going to be surprised if Workers' Party were going to retain this stronghold though, but um, I'm not going to detail that further anyway. Number 8. Um, actually, we're gonna skip that number. We're going to skip to number seven. Let's skip that number as well. It's number six. I have to tie for these three constituencies because they were among half single member constituencies from a GRC. And the fact that the new PAP candidates are going to have a fight against the people Progress Singapore Party is something as a became a focal point of attention. So they were Kibunbaru, Marymount, Yotukang. Yeah, a three way. So each of their party here have fielded at least one new candidate and and each one having a profile between a civilian and a professional. In Kibumbaro, we have an um, incumbent facing off against a CEO. So, in Marymount, we saw a Brigadier General, a first female one, will face off against a political experienced professional doctor. In Yosukang SMC, we have a civil servant against an accountant. Being SSMCs from GRCs are going to be a keen contest, but there was four for the record, but by the way, and only these three gets this late. Number five, the closest, but not actually, to finally field Workers' Party, a team for past series Pongo GRC, is this. And it's only one of only two constituencies whereas we saw, saw two female candidates buying out for a single member constituency. A, a showdown between incumbent slash senior parliamentary secretary Sun Xueling and a workers' party newbie Tan Chen Chen. 
So, given a past record, these voters have voted PAP over Singapore Democratic Alliance in the past, and mostly those millennials are in this ward. I can tell you that this fight is going to be very, very tense. But beware any backstabbing because it's quite very certain that you're gonna see. Number four. Then the record of being the opposition stronghold until in 2011, whereas the party got ejected out, is Potong Passe. So, it marks the end of the terms um, towards the end of the, the last decade, and this time we have filled a new challenger, Jose Raymond, who were going to try to win, while Sito Aping were going to try to secure his third term. So it's like, other strongholds is going to be one very tight fight we're going to see here. Because since 1984 all the way up to 2011, the, the party opposition has been voted in for a record six times. Times the most for any, any, any opposition here, including Lao Tia Kang. In that case, four SMCs, his terms, and two in the alternate. So, being experienced, we're gonna see leadership transitions. It's going to be another big showdown. Number three. If West Coast GRC's epic fight is not enough, or you want a lighter version, try a trick on a fight with Pioneer. So basically, all three candidates are battling for their first term MP in Pioneer after Cedric Food left this area. Well, technically, for Patrick Tay's case, it's his third term. Um, he will be facing against a PSP Lim Tse Hong because he want is part of the team who want to see like Tan Chimba want to like him. And following a surprise announcement and third candidate Chia Ping Hua. That's it. Three, not four. I'll definitely laugh if they don't get at least one percent of the vote if this happens like what I love for the for the independent candidate in the Bukit Batok last election. So technically it's a PAP cross PSP fight. It can be a fight like West Coast also grow to the left, to the right. But it can swing either way, I can tell you. Number two. An enclave SMC from Holland Bukit Timah, but the junctions are the same. Enter Bukit Panjang. No way this fight can be a spotlight between that party's chairman, Paul Tambaya, against an incumbent from the neighboring GRC, Liang Enhua, because the incumbent Teo Ho Bin just left. I can see this is. These two are also battling for their first 10 MPs in Bukit Panjang, but between a, between a higher level of PAP, 
party member versus a very experienced candidate. Both of them do have experience, by the way, so it's going to be um, another very keen fight here. But we will see how it's going to fare out, though, because Bukit Panjang, since since what had become um, SMC in 2006, it has been always a showdown between the Singapore Democratic Party. We're going to leave it from here to see how it's going to turn out. No, before we get to number one, I would also like to mention a, a um, I'm going to mention the um, notable highlight. The notable mention is all the parties there for the Progress Singapore Party. Hong Kong North. North is and is the only party I did not mention in the top ten though, but it was like Pongo West going to be a female versus female showdown around. Yeah. It's between Amy Cole and Jijin Wong, a new candidate here. So I can tell you that this battle is is going to be a bit too easy for the PAPW because this war has been a safe seat and it's part of the Tuatukong area but it's going to be another interesting fight here so we're gonna see how it's gonna turn out number one one of the dramatic highlights in 2016 came in spring between the Singapore Democratic Party and the PAP whereas Chi Sun Juan f- fight against Bukit Batok's No Stranger and Alchini Jiaxi candidate Morali Pillai. PAP prevailed that election but Chi also scored a larger score. It brings on the fire we have a civil war. So we are gonna much expect that this battle will going to kick in higher and run not very surprised if he's going to try to improve his score and maybe elect it again or will will morally going to fend off the victory once more with in um win the despite the criticisms by him though. And yeah, it's going to say that it was always a stronghold here because given that it's quite near Jurong and it's in the west. Alright, so this is going to be a keen fight like I know other thing here. I'm not a brainer. So let me know what do you think on our top 10 opinions in the battle for the GE 2020. As such, as which constituency are you standing and who are you to vote? vote? But do remember that come July 10, voting is compulsory and remember that voting is confidential. So don't go anyhow, go share your vote or doing exit post, it's illegal here. 
take care and stay healthy during the COVID-19. And I wish all the 182 candidates the best of luck in this election. Do remember to subscribe to our social media and YouTube channels in Friendship Fit. Remember, whatever it takes. So vote wisely, a parliament is at stake. I'm wiser. Eh? I'm signing off. Friendship Fee is a production of iHeartRadio and the Friendline Media. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.